0: Venezuelan President, Nicolas Maduro, recently said that he will work to restructure Venez- Venezuelan remaining debt. Joining me is Monica Debole, Senior Fellow at the Institute to discuss the, to discuss the situation in Venezuela. Thank you for joining me, Monica. Thank you. So, why did Maduro announce that he's looking to restructure Venezuela's debt?
1: So, first of all, this isn't the first time that he's announced that he wants to restructure Venezuelan debt. He's done a few of these announcements before. Um, and they've basically come to nothing because Venezuela hasn't restructured its debt. So why has he made this announcement now? It's kind of hard to say. It probably has some, you know, domestic political rationale behind it. Um, He also made a point, an explicit point of saying that Debt restructuring was needed because of the U.S. sanctions imposed on Venezuela. So it's a bit of a political play, I'd say, at this stage, more than sort of a, a statement of intentions.
0: Well, how precarious is their situation right now? How much runway do they have?
1: They don't have a lot, um, at least if we judge by you know the size of their reserves. So currently, it's estimated that they have about 10 billion dollars in reserves. This is from you know about 40 something billion that they had some months back. So it's been a very sharp drop-off in terms of the level of reserves that they have but we have to keep in mind that a lot of the debt that Venezuela pays quote-unquote is not paid in actual dollars in actual cash but some of it is paid in kind in other words to China you know there's an agreement um, about the amount of oil that they supply to China possibly the same thing with Russia those are two of Venezuela's creditors that you know two two of two of its largest sovereign creditors so, you know, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, from the point of view of the reserves themselves, they wouldn't be able to make a lot of cash payments out of this 10 billion.
0: So how have the U.S. sanctions actually impacted Venezuela's
1: finances? So what they've done essentially is, back in the summer, they, the U.S. placed some sanctions on this one, in, on several individuals, but in particular on this one individual who is the, C, the, the CFO of PDVSA, the oil company. Um, this guy is currently still the CFO of Pereveza. He's also, as of October 27th, the acting economy minister for Venezuela, as appointed by the Maduro government. Um, this individual, because he's on, he is the CFO of Pereveza and he's sanctioned, that has led to some problems with, with um, Pereveza's selling of oil abroad. Um, specifically to the U.S., obviously, but also to other places, and that's the main—that's their main source of so, source of cash and source of dollars—is you know, um, oil sales by pay-to-visit. So that's been the main implication.
0: So Venezuela is also going through a major humanitarian crisis right now. Do you see an end to this in the near future?
1: No, um, there is the 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 prospect right now. I mean, there's nothing happening in Venezuela that leads one to conclude that the current government or the current regime is about to be toppled. Um, the opposition in Venezuela is very fragmented, has been like that for a while. Um, the humanitarian crisis is severe, but people are not in a position, you know, to do anything about it. Um, they ha- there have been protests, there were a lot of protests a few months ago um, they haven't really resulted in anything. If anything, Maduro has been able to consolidate his powers you know, over the last few months. So it doesn't look like this situation is anywhere near its end, although, you know, having said that, things can change in the blink of an eye when you're at the brink, in the, in the sense that Venezuela is.
0: Well, so how, have you, how has the U.S. and other Latin American countries um, What have they done to end the humanitarian crisis? Have they just been unsuccessful in their attempts?
1: They've been very unsuccessful in their attempts because the Maduro government has basically been very selective in terms of how it allows humanitarian aid to actually come into the country. Um, Evidently, it has blocked any efforts by the U.S., Um, It has also blocked some efforts by countries in the region, and in particular countries that it no longer perceives as friendly government. So for example, Brazil up until the Rousseff impeachment was a friendly government to Venezuela, Um, but now there's a new government in Brazil which is not friendly towards Venezuela, so they've been blocking that kind of aid. Um, coming from Brazil. Essentially what's been happening is that there is no real aid coming into the country. The region as a whole has manifested, you know, a lot of um, you know, discomfort with the way that things are being handled by the Maduro regime and the fact that he's consolidating him, himself as a dictator. Um, and basically, what that all means is that there's been a lot of, you know, there is a bit of a refugee crisis going on right now because there are lots of Venezuelans fleeing both into Brazil as well as into Colombia. Thank you, Monica. Thank you.